is 2022 and what a joy it is to be here today ladies and gentlemen boys and girls people from all around the world welcome 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 to another episode of the I Got Sense Podcast. I had to stop that short there, Shy. I'm feeling good today. What up, what up, what up? Me too, man. Getting used to these buttons again over here. We back by popular demand. Man, my seat I sat in it, it was nice and cold. You know, I ain't had a warm butt on it in a minute. Man, know? I've been in here working hard, though. Yeah, but you've been in your chair. My chair yeah, had, had to dust off the cobwebs. <laughs> I've been in the chair doing TikTok videos. I've been uh, hosting folks for the holidays. Yeah. I even been using the whiteboard. I see. see. I I've see. Schedule a private 60-minute consultation with DJ. <laughs> yeah. You got the show. I've been working on Dividends. the desk over here taking care of a lot of stuff. The only, the only thing that went wrong was I bought a heater for the studio, and I thought I would be able to just plug it up. But nah, that looked like a serious situation. It's one of those heaters that you hang and you got to hook it up into a junction box. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that went bad for me um, while we were on our break. But other than that, it's been good. It's great to be back, though. Ain't it, man? Back healthy. Y'all was probably yes, like, sir. what the heck happened to the podcast? I got quite a few people asking me, when are you coming back? When are y'all going to be recording again? When's the next episode? So that tells me people have caught up. On all of the previous episodes, Absolutely. and they want some more. I had uh, I counted sixteen people um, that uh, let me know that they binge watched. Oh, over shout the out holidays, to y'all. they were contacting me saying, "Hey, what's going on?" Like the first twenty or so were on uh, YouTube, but mm-hmm. then I don't. I, they jumped all the way up to fifty. And I'm <laughs> like, well, you know, we uh, had to reconfigure some things, so you can get them all over on Google and Spotify mm-hmm. and Apple, but YouTube. We had to deal with some legalities or whatever that stuff you deal with. But, uh, yeah, I had at least 16 people binge listening to everything. And uh, they were definitely uh, calling, looking for some more. So that means that the podcast is growing, is getting successful. And uh, I would imagine that it's got a lot of added value. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, in case y'all was wondering, what was the reason why we, you know, took an early vacation last year right before uh, Thanksgiving? Actually, right after Thanksgiving, we said we'd be back, but I have to announce the fact that your boy did catch the vid officially. <laughs> I caught the vid, man. <laughs> your boy DJ Dividends didn't. You got the shit. And the ironic chill. thing about that, uh, Andre, is you know, I kept traveling uh, uh-huh. as far back as April 20, and I never stopped traveling. I traveled at least two times every month, all the way up until just yesterday. And I was fortunate enough to avoid that vid, man. Well, I didn't stop anything or change anything different. Um, you know, I was taking care of somebody that caught the vid, brought the <laughs> oh, vid home. So, you oh. know, I was just, I was just, oh, okay. I was living with the vid at you that point. You were essential worker. Yeah. You- <laughs> it was, it was a, a matter of time before I caught it. So, oh, okay. I understand. But, but it's good to be back. Though. It is. It is. And, you know, just to let y'all out there know who do care, I'm good. No, 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 uh. Bad side effects or anything. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we good. I it, I lost my taste and smell. That was weird, very weird. I still had my appetite, so I was eating steak and potatoes with no taste. But the fact that we uh, <clears throat> had to wait for you to get well isn't that enough uh, evidence for the people to know that uh, you the one running the whole show? 
<laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> say all of that. Because I don't even know how to turn that thing on over there that's in front of you. <laughs> you know, I handle most of the technical components, but, you know, we here, man. We here. We yes, happy sir. to be here. We miss y'all. I miss doing this. And to everybody yeah. asking about when the next episode is and when you coming back, we appreciate y'all. But we here, man. We here for y'all. So the next episode is right now. Yep. And I'm, as you listening to it, yeah, I'm, I'm back as your boy <laughs> DJ Dividends, your you favorite, sh- your favorite uh, onk on social media. Mm-hmm. But this is the year where I'm doing that transition. I'm transitioning from the I Got Sense Investment Advisor yep. to the original financial educator because, uh, like, we closed out last year and let the people know. That I was going to be surrendering my um, investment license mm-hmm. um, for legal reasons. Um, but I'm back. Absolutely. Your boy, DJ Dividends, the original DJ Dividends. financial educator is back. And I'm still your favorite uncle on social media. That's facts. That's facts. If y'all don't already <laughs> follow him, follow him on TikTok. At I Got Sense Podcast on TikTok. Yes, sir. But we'll dive into what that means for those seeking financial investment advice. Okay. One, no stock tips. We'll dive into that towards the end of the episode because we do have some special things that we always say cooking up for y'all. Just Absolutely. because, you know, your boy was under doesn't mean we still wasn't working. Yeah, I was busy over the holidays, man. Man. Man, you talking about one-on-one consultations. I, I did over 25. Wow. So I was very busy, and uh, I, I would imagine it's going to get even busier in the 2022. Absolutely. Sound like you helped a lot of people get their financial house in order before the year. I, I helped them get started. I helped them put everything in place. Yeah. So Created a roadmap for them, huh? Yeah, I created a roadmap, uh, helped them walk through uh, getting their brokerage account set up. A lot of my clients that were over at the brokerage firm that I was at, they were like, hey, man, if you're not going to be there no more, I don't want my money over there. I only trust you. Hey. So, you know, help them cash out, yeah. uh, move over. And, of course, when I say move over, um, we basically uh, went from that brokerage platform where I keep all of their um, stocks and mutual funds and um, um, ETFs. Mm-hmm. And uh, we moved them over into a brokerage account um, that um, I manage for them. Or, you know, I educate them and show them how to self-manage. And, you know, we go in on a regular basis and go and do it that way. But I, I do all the uh, specific uh advisement and recommendations one-on-one now i don't use a public platform anymore as you should as you should you know time is valuable and you're a valuable brother and your time is valuable so we're gonna have an episode on that too i think hey it sounds (laughs) suiting to me sounds suiting to me (laughs) well shoot y'all let's dive into this episode we got a lot of great things to talk about just to give you an overview before we get into the nitty-gritty this is our year-end review episode um, it is still the first month of 2022, and we are only a weekend, so let's get this episode out of the way. And, and that's not my dog barking either. No, nah, that's the neighbors yeah, over here the on this beautiful uh, yeah. sunny California day on the, yeah. what you say, PCH Highway, <laughs> Pacific Coast Highway? This is Coastal San Pedro, Coastal man. San Pedro? <laughs> yeah, Coastal San Pedro. Los Palos Vertes. It's uh, early January, and uh, it's 70 degrees out here, and it's the sun is shining like we're in the middle of July in the park. You see how I'm sitting. I'm so, like avoiding yeah. the sun at this point. We, are, we outside <laughs> enjoying the weather, man. enjoying this beautiful winter in uh, Southern California. It's nice because uh, a few weeks ago, you would have thought that it was definitely not even going to be dry outside. Man. It was the most rain I've experienced, I think, ever during 
a Christmas season. A few weeks ago, I thought I was in New York, man. Yeah, it was it crazy. Was, yeah, it was crazy. Out Much here. needed. And it was warm on the East Coast. It was warm on the East Coast and raining and miserable out here. My my girl's sister stays in the South over in Georgia, and mm -hmm. it was a day she called, and we were like, yeah, it's been raining for days. And she was like, really? It's sunny out here. Yeah, exactly. That. So, yeah, the East Coast stole our... Uh, traditional weather for about six days we traded off this year yeah. or last year but now things are back to normal the universe is realigned <laughs> <laughs> it's back to the southern cali dog pound 70 degrees outside today speaking of realignment we're gonna dive into the stock market performance last of last year okay talk a little bit about cryptocurrency mm -hmm. we'll talk about some uh shifts changes and movements along with volatility of these streaming services that's going on in the world. Yeah. We're going to talk about a few things. And then once in, one thing I'm excited to talk about is uh, our lessons that we learned from last year oh, from yeah. a business perspective. Uh, definitely got some great news that I'd like to share in terms mm -hmm. of the business as well. But we'll get there. So let's start at the top of the list, the stock market, the reason why a lot of y'all listen to our podcast. Yes, sir. So, so let's talk about it. What was the stock market performance like last year, Shy? So you know we've always talked about the I Got Sense perspective and you know the uh, crawl, walk, mm -hmm. and run um, mm -hmm. whole um, ideology. Um, and so uh, with the COVID and everything uh, happening uh, back in 2020 um, through 2021, um, the one thing that we have seen is that Wall, St Wall Street is starting to look more and more like us. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because uh, um, that uh, lock-in um, gave us um, a lot of time to uh, sit down, open our minds, um, learn the stock market, and understand that it's not a conspiracy against black folks. Right. And so now that we have more open minds, we realize that investing is the way to go once you get a core savings down. Mm -hmm. um, and for a long time, we didn't know. We didn't have access to the information. So all we really know, knew was to, you know, stash away some money in a savings somewhere, in a mattress, a shoebox, even your bank account. But we all realize now that if you truly want to grow wealth, you have to be invested. Right. And the stock market is the easiest and simplest way to invest. So I mean, you can do it from the device in your hand. Exactly. You got an iPhone. Exactly. Or Android. Absolutely. Or whatever other phones there you have go. like Robin Hood or you know. <laughs> yeah. Everything all this stuff all this technology and uh information is available to us now. So we all know that we need to be investing in order to truly build wealth. The banks are not gonna give you more than a half percent interest on your money in a savings account. Mm -hmm. And I've always told people that the stock market has been around since the late seventeen eighties. Um, and we've really only had 11 bad years since then. Um, but overall, the stock market delivers an average of 79% every year. So in 2021, when we take a look, a look back at how the stock market performed overall, um, we had the Dow Jones. It's up 16%. If you go back one year from today, um, the last day the market was open uh, back in 2021, uh, January 2021, um, and compared to today, one year um, later, Dow Jones is up 16%. The S&P 500 is up 24%. The NASDAQ is up 13%. So for those out there that are new to the stock market, for those that were already in, for all of us that have always had 401ks um, building for our retirements, 
as you can see, investing is going to deliver way more than your money just sitting in the bank account because the same people who still do not believe in investing in the stock market, they had their money stashed away in the savings account and they only made about 0.005% on the money. I just gave you the averages. So no matter what stocks you had, overall, if you had a diversified portfolio, you should have earned somewhere between maybe, uh, I'd say, 10 to 20%, just based on what we know here to be uh, true data. Um, the statistics are there, uh, the way the Dow, the S&P, 500 and NASDAQ performed. And if we have new listeners out there that don't understand um, those three things that I just talked about, those are the three major indexes that we use to measure how well the economy is doing. The Dow Jones is the top 30 um, companies you know, in the U.S. economy with market cap. The S&P 500 is the top 500 uh, publicly traded companies. And the NASDAQ is basically made up of all the uh, technology companies. So we use these here three indexes to measure how well the economy is doing and when you invest in publicly traded uh, companies on the stock market, um, most of those companies you invest in are going to fall in one of these here three indexes, the Dow, the S&P 500, or the NASDAQ. And as I uh, spoke, Dow up 16% a year from uh, uh, one year from uh, today. Uh, I'm going to talk in backwards here. I hope I'm not confusing folks. But one year ago today around the same time, the Dow has increased 16%, S&P 500, 24%, NASDAQ, 13%. So I would say uh, overall, people's portfolios are probably looking pretty good. Now, I'd like to add something to what you just said. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to hi highlight the second one here, the S&P 500. Okay. Those of you who've been tuned in to our podcast episode since around November of 2020 will know that I made a decision to not invest in whole life insurance mm -hmm. instead i said every month i would dedicate at least 150 bucks which was the price of the insurance policy on a monthly basis mm -hmm. into ticker symbol spyg which basically shadows the s&p 500 great um etf mm -hmm. so i'd like to update you guys on the performance of that last year i got paid $16.55 worth of dividends. Okay. You had some dividend money coming in. And as of today, I'm up $379.82. Now, this is all passive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that means that whatever you bought in at SPYG um, on a cost-based average from month to month is definitely up. And you're Absolutely. probably somewhere between that 10 to 20% are you higher. For that particular... Investment, I'm definitely around the higher end of the 25 to 30%. Okay, so you out there women, you winning. <laughs> like we say back in the old days, whoop, there it is. There it is. There <laughs> so, it is. So and you I about up 24% then. Yeah, on that okay. particular investment. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I bring that up again just to show that the proof is in the pudding. I mean, had I been investing in that whole life insurance policy, I wouldn't have had access to any sort of uh, benefit of using it as a bank account. And for another have, year. Yeah, and you wouldn't have uh, grown your money by even a dollar by now. It right. takes about four to five years before you even see your first dollar cash value. Right. So, great example. The proof is in the pudding, like you say. What What else can I say? Hey, I mean... 
I, I hear that. Coin. He got the <laughs> Where my button at? Where my you button at? For that counter. Where my? There it is. Oh, there it is. There Counting it is. them dollars over there. I hear that money counter. The money counter. <laughs> Man, you've been gone a long time. Yeah, I can't see the colors right now. I ain't colorblind, but the Man, sun, the, sun coming the, in hot on the on the on the soundboard. You should have did and mess up your eyesight and your taste. <laughs> It messed up my sense of smell, man. I tell you, I can still can't really smell everything. So, so, but 2021 has been a great performing year yeah. for those of us investing in the stock market. Absolutely, absolutely. And this is generally speaking. This is not. Some folks might have picked some stocks that went backwards. We're not saying that that can't happen. But generally speaking, if you are diversified in the stock market um, over the last year, um, your um, investment should be up. Absolutely, substantially, substantially more than uh, it being up if you would have had that same amount of money in the uh, savings account. And that's the beauty of diversifying your portfolio. You might mm-hmm. have a stock that's not performing well, but you might have five other stocks that are crushing it. Right, exactly, so. and it'll balance out to where you're in the positive still. Speaking of portfolio, all right, Cheyenne, I know last year I was heavy on the Doge, heavy on the dog in that cryptocurrency realm, and yes, I was using Robinhood, but I had to sell most of the Doge. And get that up out of my portfolio because it was messing up my overall performance of the portfolio. <laughs> Man, you had con- me fluctuating like a mountaintop. You convinced me to get in the jo- Doge coin. Now I call it Doggy Coin because doggy. it's uh the the uh the logo for it is a dog. So mm-hmm. I guess enunciation wise, the proper enunciation enunciation would be Doge, right? Doge, yeah. But it's a dog as the icon, so I call it Doggy. It is. So you convinced me to get some doggy coin. I did. And uh, initially when I got it, it shot up from, you know, uh, six cents all the way up to 65 cents. 71 to be exact. I was over here winning. I was ready to buy my own private island because I got <laughs> tens of thousands of shares of this here coin. And then, of course, it kind of fell off. Yes. Uh, as of today, e- I think e- it's about 15 cents. Elon Musk went on a... Uh, Saturday Night Live and he was supposed to help boost it up even more and he basically soiled himself and ever since then it never recovered so it's back down so um, I haven't lost any money on on my doggy coin but um, I was expecting it to be far along past the dollar mark now and it's back under uh, what'd you say? It's at fifteen cents now. It's about fifteen cents. Yeah. So my that the, the old doggy coin got the mange. But overall, when it comes to cryptocurrency, looking back in twenty twenty one, I would say cryptocurrency uh, was the talk of twenty twenty one. That mm-hmm. pretty much dominated the entire year um, last year, and it it dominated the year because we've uh, constantly uh, heard people talk about. Uh, decentralizing money mm-hmm. um, and then you know with uh, big players like Elon Musk um, the owner of the Mavericks uh, what's his name Mark Cuban mm-hmm. uh, with them uh, hyping it up and giving a lot of uh, positive pub- uh, public things to say about it with him accepting uh, uh, Do- Doge Coin as uh, the uh, form of currency a form of currency yes yeah, so we've seen cryptocurrency uh, you know Uh, get adopted as legal tender last year and then it's very transaction friendly for some of them now like the dogecoin we just talked about um but um with all of that being said and with uh cryptocurrency being the talk of 2021 it dominated all other topics uh so now we have three players out there we have you know uh 
the Bitcoin, we have uh, Ethereum, we have the altcoin, and now we got the NFT. So it's kind of all over the place. And I know while you were uh, on your break over the holidays, you did a whole lot of research on it. I did. I not, sure did. I just followed the headlines. Call me DJ <laughs> Crypto <laughs> Dividends. All I know is that cryptocurrency made such an impact on 2021. Uh, the Staples Center where the Lakers play it, they basically changed the name to, to the Crypto.com Arena. Yeah, Cryptocurrency.com Arena, whatever that is. And, but <laughs> but we've seen uh, Bitcoin take a, a big dip because at once at one, one, once upon a time last year, it had 70% of market share. Mm-hmm. It's dropped off to about 40% now, but that's because of the Ethereum, the altcoins, yeah. uh, the alt stuff. There's but, a lot more coins it, out there. It's over 60,000 of them now, so mm-hmm. it's like getting crazy out there. So that was definitely a big story in uh, 2021. You want to uh, drop some knowledge on the folks because I can't talk to uh, educated about uh, cryptocurrency in general other than the Dogecoin experience I've had. I sure do. And I'm going to preface this conversation by starting out and saying I'm not a licensed financial investment advisor. I'm just an everyday citizen like yourself yeah, doing we just, some research. We just, yeah, we just telling the people, sharing our opinions. Exactly. So uh, back to my story about selling the Doge. Okay. It wasn't that I was selling because I was at a loss. I still made a profit about uh, $1,800 off of this go round. Last time it was about two to $3,000. Okay. But as I was looking at the profits starting to tank under or go from 2000 in the green to 1800 <laughs> in the green, I was like, yeah, I got to do something. I got to do what Shine taught me to do. Parlay, 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 parlay. Don't marry it. Just date it. <laughs> there you it's go. easier to break up. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I made a conscious decision to leave a few, uh, like a thousand something coins in there, which ain't, it's only about a hundred bucks. I'm still up. But anyway. Sold that and I parlayed that into the NFT realm. Mm-hmm. Now, those of you who are still trying to put, wrap your heads around this, what is an NFT? An NFT is a non-fungible token. Now, this token has value. How does the token have value? The token has value for more than one reason. One reason can be that it has it holds value like an art project. So, like, let's okay. say I have a Basquiat NFT created by Basquiat. That would hold value based off Is the that fact artwork that it's art. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. A unique, mm-hmm. valuable That's a piece unique of piece of okay. artwork. Gotcha. Uh, another reason why it would be valuable. Mm-hmm. Social hype, social engagement. Okay. Influencers or celebrities investing in it causes the value to go up. Another reason would be the utilities. The utilities is also translated into the perks. Each mm-hmm. NFT, depending on the project, might have certain perks where you get exclusive access to content, exclusive access to mastermind groups or exclusive invites to parties on every four corners of this country, something like that. That sounds like you might have a backstage pass to a concert or something. Right, like you that might have maybe. floor seats to it. Credentials to get on the sideline at the uh, NFL game. Mm-hmm. You're on the sideline with the players, so you can use a NFT um, that way as well. Or exactly. Because you own some of it, you get access, right? Right. Okay. And the cool part about NFTs, especially because it's a growing market right now, there's a lot of money to be made. So this is what I like to. There's some airplanes some, around here. Yeah, going. you know, it's a bunch of rich <laughs> folks that live around here that got their own planes. They flying and they back flying and forth. over yonder. They flying back and forth to Catalina Island. Oh, okay. 
So yeah, the what was, where was I at? Where was I at? Uh, NFTs. Oh you're, yes. You're talking, so you're talking about the uh, NFTs, the value in the market, the market being. There's a lot of opportunity for money to be made in the market. And you were talking about the utility of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I got it. So mm-hmm. uh, this is the way that I like to compare NFTs in this sense. Are you familiar with trading cards? Yes. Like basketball cards, mm-hmm. Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and how mm-hmm. each set of trading cards has like rare cards. There are certain Emblems, symbols, lighting, like, glares, like or something. Like Michael that, Jordan or LeBron James rookie cards. Right. Like they okay. hold some sort of rarity. Mm-hmm. So NFTs also have this form of rarity. Gotcha. Most projects have between, I'd say, five to 10, sometimes more, sometimes less, mm-hmm. uh, a rare version of those NFT launches. And these rare ones may have more utility access, or it just might be a rare drop. So the gotcha. value of that is high within itself. So for the people that are getting into NFTs to make a profit, you can get inside or uh, you could uh, mint an NFT, which is another conversation for another day. Okay. But essentially you can buy an NFT before it's available to the general public. And once it is a general, once it is available, once it is available to the general public, the price of the NFT can rise. So if you have a, rare one ultra rare one let's say you buy it for six hundred dollars it hits the floor it could be worth three thousand dollars i understand exactly what you're saying so for those people that stand in line overnight to get the limited edition jordans that come out yeah get them and then they say simple game of flipping okay flipping flipping so Mm -hmm. there's there's just so there's there's a lot of opportunity in this space Mm -hmm. um it's not for everybody it is fun when you get into it but yeah um all of that in short is for me to just say that, hey, I got invested in Doge last year. I was on the up and up, and I parlayed that into some NFTs. I'm currently in three projects right now, and I will update y'all on the progress of these projects over the coming weeks and months because okay. I definitely plan to parlay that into hey, something else. Parlay, parlay, but that sounds good. But I would say, would you disagree with me um, that uh, cryptocurrency was definitely the number one story of 2021. Do you, can you think oh, anything that was bigger than cryptocurrency and all this new technology and the implementation of blockchain coming into play? With that, if you had to pick the biggest story of the year, would you say it was crypto? Crypto and and the announcement of the metaverse and okay. decentraland and the sandbox, which is essentially the metaverse. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So. Definitely biggest story back in uh, 2021. So what else was going on in 2021 we want to talk about today? Well, I know content is king. Oh, man, yeah. So y'all got <laughs> me. Uh, I, I adapted to streaming. Um, I adapted to streaming uh, in 2019. Uh-huh. But because, uh, you know, I'm a licensed investment advisor and I have four business activities going on, uh, you know, uh, four different entities mm-hmm. i really don't look at television a whole lot um i usually read to get my information and news and i'm doing a lot of research but i've been on the uh the uh, cut the cable way back in 2018 switched over to streaming so i had the uh i automatically added them on netflix i added on hulu i added on a tubu a tubi um, i also got the uh hbo max I got the Showtime. Basically, I got a whole bunch of stuff that when it's all added up together uh, combined with my 
high speed internet. I'm paying more than I was damn paying for cable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, but with all that being said, uh, one of the big stories of 2021 also was the volatility in streaming services because at first Netflix jumped out there and dominated, right. kind of just like Bitcoin. But then you've seen uh, Hulu come along. You've seen mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Now Facebook is doing something. And now yeah. all of these individual yeah. platforms got all these, one. Yeah, exactly. All Disney these. Plus, HBO Max. And everybody is fighting. So yeah. I was reading the data to where uh, over $82 million of subscribers have fell off from the streaming. And, and, and streaming is starting to go more so towards a lot of uh, – private or individual people doing their own streaming because people want to own their own rights and when you're trying to find certain television shows or certain um uh you know uh artists you have to get a bundled package Mm -hmm. or you have to get multiple services and stuff and so i think people are getting fed up with that now and uh, they're not buying into that because the streaming is basically uh reverted back to being just like the cable packages we had before so uh, that has that was a huge story also in 2021, um, and I could see a lot of value coming out of that uh, for the people that study it and understand it well enough, not only to uh, maybe get out there and start bundling some stuff together mm-hmm. and, and offering packages, but also um, there's a huge space out there now for individuals to create content and then sell it to these because everybody is looking for content. We on here trying to do this podcast to create our own content. And hopefully one day we uh, have our own streaming platform where people can come subscribe from us. But uh, that, that was a huge story um, in 2021 as well. And the volatility in that space means that it's still in its infant stages and everybody's scrambling around trying to get market share. Absolutely. No, I totally agree. It's a, it's a trip because I do recall in 2015, I was sitting in my one of my last classes of my undergraduate um, experience and somehow we got on the topic of streaming services as a class. Mm-hmm. And the teacher had asked, how many of you guys, by a show of hand, how many of you guys uh, have a streaming service and don't have cable or don't have satellite or don't have mm-hmm. direct TV or whatever? And there was one girl in the class who raised her hand, and everybody looked at her like oh, she was one? crazy. Like she was crazy? Yeah. And she was just ahead of the game, huh? Ahead of the game. Fast forward <laughs> to today, it's like, it's weird to see DirecTV to me now. Right, I'm in like, that, in that same classroom, everybody would raise their hand, right? Yeah, and today's, yep. Yeah. They'd be like, what is a, what is a DirecTV? <laughs> exactly. A cable, what is that? Exactly. Some folks never even heard of DirecTV before. So the world is moving fast. Absolutely. But definitely streaming has pretty much annihilated mm-hmm. um, the uh, television space and content space, just like uh, Wikipedia came along and annihilated the encyclopedia business. Yeah. You know, that was a huge story in 2021. And I think um, 99.9% of us are on board now. Very few people have cable everybody's streaming something yeah um with netflix and hulu probably being the two biggest ones but like we mentioned all the other stuff you got disney plus on board now you got amazon prime you even have apple tv now 
everybody's coming out of the work Paramount TV or Paramount Plus or something. Yeah, and even when you even when you uh when you try to get a sporting event now, it's all hard to even find like one of the traditional uh, CBS, ABC, NBCs now. Um, you got to be bundled with some other type of streaming service Man. to even get a sports game. When I was there. down with the Vidi. <laughs> I was trying to catch a Laker game. <laughs> Bro, got to cost I didn't some win. money. Man, <laughs> signed up for YouTube TV. Like, all right, I finally yeah. paid a little something. Mm-hmm. Go to watch it. I still didn't have access. Yeah. I'm like, this is some boo. And that 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 contributes directly to that 82 million that I'm talking about yeah. where you've seen subscription services go down because people are jumping around and adding and canceling streaming services because they're chasing around looking for the specific content that they want. And um, it's really not clearly defined and every it seems like every other month um somebody uh jumps ships from maybe sling tv to go over to paramount plus or to mm-hmm. go back over here and you can't even find the content you uh, really want right and, and then on top of that you got um all these here streaming services also that are doing their own original series now so it's a lot of opportunity out there for people. As a matter of why we talking about that, somebody holler at us and pick up the I Got Sense <laughs> podcast if you need some content out there. I, I, I was like, what's the one that uh, Diddy on? Revolt. Revolt. Revolt is really out there struggling. They're about to fall apart because they're having a problem with having enough content. So mm-hmm. even Diddy is out there searching, trying to buy content yeah. to add value to get people to come over and so that he can keep Revolt TV. But streaming has definitely been a huge story. It is definitely uh, the way to go. And if you are still using cable, you're a dinosaur, basically. Well, big takeaway for our independent content creators out there. Keep creating content. Yes, absolutely. Learn how to pitch. Absolutely. Because uh, (laughs) it's a lot of opportunity for you to get your content seen on one of these larger platforms. Absolutely, absolutely, and and, and uh, we doing the same thing over here. We working hard trying to keep good quality content as well. We want to be picked up. Yeah, our biggest goal here though is to provide value to you guys. So mm-hmm. keep tuning in, keep tuning in. Yes, sir. All right, what we got next, Shy? So uh, another big thing that happened uh, in twenty twenty one that's really impacting us now is um, the people, mm-hmm. you and I, the middle class. Everybody that's not the 1%, everybody that's not a big-time politician in Washington, uh, D.C., the common man, we demanded corporate accountability in 2021. And we've seen this here come a lot of different ways. But the main thing is we saw them drive for um, implementing the $15 minimum wage. We see that happening across the United States. Um, but still, um, that's not a, a enough because uh, – we have up to uh, 6 million vacancies now. People mm-hmm. are refusing to go back to work. And they're saying, hey, um, I don't care what you say as an owner, and I don't care how much you invested to get it started. At the end of the day, short term, I'm going to suffer because I might be missing a paycheck, but I'm not coming to clock in. I'm not punching your clock anymore unless you pay me a fair wage. And um, we think that the wage should be really around $22 an hour plus benefits and maybe some profit sharing. So we've seen the common man to the tune of six million plus vacancies say the hell with going back to work. I'll do it on my own. Mm -hmm. So the combination of that um, with uh, people saying, you know what, I can go out and do it on my own now. We've seen an explosion of uh, LLCs in 2021. So 
um, that demand for uh, corporate responsibility from the top leaders and those who um, uh, enjoyed the most wealth creation throughout the pandemic and the lockdown, um, they're now starting to see their businesses suffer because they can't find enough people to come in and work those jobs. And as a result of that, profits are down and a lot of businesses are closing. So that was a huge story um, that we saw in 2021 as well. Yeah, there's been a lot of those storefronts where you see those lease signs for lease for sale Mm -hmm. popping up. Absolutely. And uh, uh, one of the things that I talked about a lot in 2021 was how um, the uh, real estate market was really going to um, uh, increase um, in cost because uh, there were so many people uh, without income. We uh, saw um, the uh, stimulus package come, come to its end. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, while all of that was going on, the, the, the wealthy folks and the private equity companies, they basically just hoarded all of their money. They didn't do anything. They held on to it to the tune of over $60 billion, and they're really waiting for people to uh, go into foreclosure. They're waiting for uh, you know companies to file for bankruptcy because they want to come in and try to gobble up all this available real estate uh, for pennies on the dollar. So we see a lot of that happening now, and there are very few people now in the economy that can even afford the real estate now. Um, so a lot of that ties back to, uh, you know, this here demand for uh, corporate responsibility where you have the haves not being able to get access to the human capital they need to run their businesses. But then you see the human capital, the people ourselves saying, the hell with you all, I'll wait it out and let's see who can outlast who. Right. So that's that's what we see going on now. With uh, these uh, six uh, six million plus jobs out here going uh, uh, unfilled, we're in a big transition, man. Big shift in the world right now from a financial huge paradigm shift perspective huge. and employment perspective. And it all came to a boil in twenty twenty one. So everything we're talking about uh, today, looking back on twenty twenty one, it's a direct reflection of this here paradigm shift. Sounds to me like uh, it's getting ex- more and more expensive to live. People are getting tired and fed up with abiding by the rules and not getting paid enough to do so, do their jobs at least. Right. Well, they're saying, so let me tell you what I had uh, Savy D and Eliza tell me over the Christmas holiday. Uh-oh. Um, we kind of, I wouldn't say it was a headbutting contest, but I was talking more so about tradition Mm-hmm. And about them, uh, you know, uh, stop talking so much and listen to what we have to say because we're trying to provide them the tools and the resources and the roadmap to the future. Right. Excuse me. Their overall response to me was, well, look here, Dad. What you're saying sounds good for your podcast and it might be a good sound bite for TV. But we are looking at all our parents and grandparents and we got enough information now. We got about 30 to 50 years of information that says the way y'all did it didn't work either because y'all here about to be 60 and retire and y'all still struggling. Um, now, <laughs> they they did qualify that by saying, now you on the other hand, you did pretty good. Yeah, I was going to so say. So your blueprint <laughs> kind of worked out for you. That should be more reason why they listening <laughs> yeah. to you. But they, was like, they were talking generally speaking, and I think more so of what they were saying is, what the young people and the, the, the millennials and those gener- your generation and those younger yeah. than you are basically saying that we've seen the way y'all did it, 
and y'all really didn't make a whole lot of progress. So y'all didn't get the results um, that y'all are saying uh, we should get if we do the same thing y'all did. Yeah. So it's kind of like a dilemma there. Um, th- does that make sense what I'm saying to you? Absolutely. And what I'm hearing is two individuals who are raised under someone who has a blueprint of success try to fight the battle of those who don't have that same blueprint. Because I think the messenger right. is a key component to yeah. How this is, and they, and they, I have to say, they did acknowledge that they are the exception. They yeah. are the exception because they benefited from me mm-hmm. doing well, um, doing my run as a you know a young buck um, mm-hmm. for those that thirty year run that I've had in the economy. But they were speaking on behalf of their entire generation and not yeah. necessarily for them. Cause trust me, they definitely win. You can you can see they they're right. That's why I was. That's why I said what winning. I said. <laughs> yeah. So they 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 they, they kind of. Uh, uh, stepped up and uh, even though it was a personal conversation about me telling them to listen more to what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, because you all in the position of privilege based off of my sacrifice and my commitment to make sure y'all get even further along than I did. Mm-hmm. They acknowledged that but they were speaking just in general for all of them. For all of you all which probably would be you as well but they were basically saying why should we listen to what you all have to say when the results that you all yielded aren't really enough for y'all to even survive what y'all doing so why yeah. should we listen to y'all we trying something different because what y'all did didn't really work yeah that's that's that could go that's an argument that could go both ways because me yeah. being a millennial i can sit up here and say from observation and from transitioning from that experience that lived experience of a lot of people, a lot of millennials are wasting money, wasting yeah. money on shoes, wasting money on traveling when they don't have it. Well, not investing money. It's ironic. And we didn't even plan this, Andre. It's ironic that you say that because that was the thesis of my whole argument yeah. with them. Cause they were basically saying, dad, we understand and we listening to you and we're going to follow what you say. But at the same time, we need to learn on our own. We need to we need to have our, our our experiences too. We need to learn the hard way. We can't just go by what you say. We need to go out there and do it, and we need to have the flexibility in the room to fail and learn the hard way. Why should we just blindly not do anything other than what you say? That just makes us a puppet. So we just need the room to go out and do our own thing and fail at it. My argument was, yeah, but how long – do you expect to continue failing at my damn expense? That was my whole argument. Cause right. you out there trying it and you failing, but the minute you fail, you turn around and say, dad, I need another couple of thousand dollars. Dad, I need another car. Dad, can I get a ticket to go do this here? Dad, can you do this here for me? Dad? Yeah. So you, you, you I'm, I'm in a position to be able to give them the tools and the resources to go out there and experiment. But it's at a very, costly price and i think uh based on what you're sharing one of the things that stood out to me was the perspective of their mindset they see it as well we're puppets if we listen to you right but if they shift their perspective and look in the same breath you're saying well it didn't work out for your generation but you're the exception we acknowledge you're successful (laughs) yeah but we still want to go out and make our own mistakes but Mm -hmm. in the same breath we want to get further than you Right, exactly. How much time you think you got on this earth? Because uh, if you plan to go figure it out on yourself and make some mistakes, you're wasting yeah. time when you got the key to expedite your process. 
mm-hmm. and put you in a realm where you could make as many mistakes because then you haven't been there, but they're much further along. Yeah. And the, and the good thing about the whole conversation we had, and this was like a, a this conversation we had was on New Year's morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, we actually got up. Uh, Sheen, uh, Sheen made everybody get together right at midnight. Uh, we uh, all did a toast. Um, and then, you know, we basically said what we're thankful for. Yeah. But then the next morning for breakfast, um, we had a roundtable discussion. Mm-hmm. That's when this discussion took place. I didn't take offense at all. No, it sounds all, like a very all, healthy conversation. Yeah, all I really heard from them was the days of us going to get a, a degree and going to get a job and working there for 40 years and expecting for corporations to do right by us. We're not taking that risk anymore. The hell with that. We're trying to do something different. We're trying to start our own businesses. We're trying to move and go where the money is. The minute that we see we need to go move, we're not uh, leaving our fate (laughs) in anybody else's hands. And and I'm like, that's great. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm that's. I I love that. I'm just (laughs) laughing because I know I know who who you talking about. Who talking at the same time? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you you. It's kind of funny to hear that, but then you know. Yeah. Exactly. You see. You see how they around here living, (laughs) and I and I and I attribute it to the. uh, Oh, that's hilarious. The parallel is if you've ever seen the movie The Butler. I haven't seen the Butler. Take a look at the Butler. If the if the audience out there hasn't seen the Butler yet, take a look at the Butler. But it's basically, you know, where it's the dad and the son, and they're constantly at odds uh-huh. throughout the entire movie because the son is born in a different generation where uh, society has progressed. He has substantially more rights and uh, opportunities than his dad did, who was basically born during slavery and served gotcha. under you know, five presidents and stuff. And he was, uh, you know, the father in the movie was more so a bow down to the white man and the motisa and mm-hmm. I'm a servant and I'm appreciative for you. Um, whereas the son went off and he was a first generation college student and then he came back all educated and all he really saw his dad as was a dumb runaway slave who didn't know much, uh, much at all. Mm-hmm. But what he never factored in until the end of the movie is that the reason that he was in a position of a position of privilege is because of all the sacrifices that his dad his made, dad made yeah. and his dad did just fine based on the time and the era that he grew up and that's what young folks typically miss nowadays they are born on third base mm-hmm. and they're looking back at everybody else that came before them and they can't figure out why can't you even get the first base. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. And they don't comprehend that. The reason you at third base is because I was the bat boy. I moved all the equipment in here. Yeah. I uh, did all the uh, sacrifice bunts and um, I tore my body up so that I could advance you over the third base. Yeah. You didn't just get up there and start and, and start off yeah. right there. So that's that's kind of that dynamics that we have between, you know, the older generations and the younger generations. And I'm living it with, you know, Savy D and Eliza. Now that's a great perspective. I mean, that even puts things in a different perspective for myself because sometimes I do fall into the same category of them. Uh, granted, you know, I'm putting foot over foot to make a difference and pursue the life that I'm arguing that, Mm-hmm. Our generation should pursue, right? Um, but yeah, no, that's that's a great perspective. 
because without the sacrifice of our parents, our grandparents and right. everybody before us, whether it was a repetitive cycle of nothingness or a repetitive cycle of slow progress or just continued elevation, we wouldn't be in the position we are today to make the choice of, hey, I'm quitting my job today and I'm gonna become an entrepreneur right, exactly. without their sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And, that, and that's that's pretty much our conversation we had that morning in a nutshell. But no one walked away upset. Yeah. It was a very healthy uh, conversation and it actually helped us uh, take our uh, respect for one another uh, to even another level. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. I love it. I so love we, it. We, <laughs> we out here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We out here winning. So that. So we, I don't know if we went off on a tangent here, but I think that conversation that I had on New Year's with my uh, wife and uh, my two youngest kids, uh, my oldest daughter, she wasn't here, uh, but that conversation kind of uh, encapsulated uh, Mari's reflection back on 2021 and, you know, uh, the people holding uh, corporations accountable, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, I'm sitting here, I, I did great with my 401k. I did get great in corporate America. I got four successful businesses. I'm financially secure right now. Um, and you got the chill. my kids yeah. see me as the corporation <laughs> the flex, <laughs> and they, 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 they see me as the corporation and they kind of like punching back and yeah. swinging back and saying, don't try to force your blueprint down our throat. We we going to make our own way. We're going to blaze our own path. Mm-hmm. And I'm simply trying to say, look here, at one point in time, the freeway that you own driving 100 miles per hour, that was a forest. I went through that with a butter knife, and I had to cut all them damn trees yeah. down and dig them roots up. And that's all I want y'all to understand. So it was a meeting of the minds, both sides kind of understood each other's yeah. perspective. That's awesome. That's beautiful. I love that. It's so that, a healthy, productive conversation yeah. between a family right there. Yeah, absolutely. And we we uh we have those I wouldn't say we have those uh on a regular, regular basis mm-hmm. because everybody's off to college doing their own thing, but uh oftentimes we get together uh as a family. We do have at least one or two of those uh conversations. I have these types of conversations with my core group of friends. Yeah. I mean, colleagues all the time. Every time you and I get together for a we podcast, mm-hmm. we have the same thing. We spend about three or four hours just talking before yeah. we actually put the mics to our Exactly. <laughs> and that's the whole dynamic. That's a part of the whole I Got Sense concept as well, where we talk about mindset and yeah. ideology. Um, and more so, we don't waste our time gossiping, talking about foolish stuff. Mm-hmm. We have really have productive, healthy conversations that add value to um, each one of us uh, on our own journey trying to get to the next level. Absolutely. One thing I did want to add to their side of the argument of doing things a little differently is that we, I would say in today's day and age, more than any time pr- uh, before our age, mm-hmm. we have the opportunity to be anything and still be very wealthy given the yeah, resources that, yeah. that we have. Right. Whether it's creating content as a teacher or whether it's investing in cryptocurrency as a janitor, or whether it's being an engineer and just investing in the stock market, we have more options, Absolutely. more lanes, and more to, lanes get into, yeah. to get into yeah. creating generational wealth or Absolutely. continuing to build generational wealth. And it all starts with the financial education. Yep. That's why we started with the podcast. That's why I've been the I Got Sense Investment Advisor for all yep. these years. And that's why I'm your favorite uh, uncle on social media now. And I'm the original financial educator here. There it is. We're going to get everybody on the same page in 2022, babe. Yes, sir. <laughs> but some, now some other things we uh, saw really uh, happen in 
2021 like no other is uh we saw how inflation skyrocketed. Mm. Look at how real estate skyrocketed. The cost of rents up almost 40% in mm. just about every major city here. We've seen gas out here in California go up to over $6. There are some spots around the country that reported gas was as high as $12 at one point in yeah. time. But now that it's kind of pulled back a little bit, we still see here in California where we only a dime off of five gallons yeah, I mean, we're, we're dime off of $5 Let, a gallon out here. And even in other states like uh, Arizona now, out in Georgia, they've seen their gas go over $3 now. Let me put this in perspective for you. <laughs> Two things. Number one, I will be investing in an electric vehicle moving forward. <laughs> Number two, in 2010, uh-huh. no, I'm sorry, in twenty from 2010 to about 2013, I was driving a truck, Nissan Xterra, 2000 Nissan Xterra. Okay. At the time, it cost me $75 to fill up my tank. Okay, gotcha. When I got my Honda, which was roughly around 2014, 2013. Okay. It only cost me about $45 to fill up my tank. Okay. As of today, I am paying the same amount to fill up my Honda's tank as I was to fill up my truck's tank. So if you had a truck out there, I feel for you because I could only yeah. imagine how much you're spending. I can believe I'm spending right around <laughs> $92 on my car. Man. So, yeah, that gas is, uh, we saw that skyrocket in uh, 2021. Yeah. And then also, yeah. uh, now we saw uh, certain items because of the lockdown skyrocket, like bottled water and toilet paper, but that was only temporary. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, 20, <laughs> 2021. Wait, wait, I got to tell this story. <laughs> what's that? Because you mentioned the toilet paper, and I'll never forget. We ordered some toilet paper from Amazon, and it was like a big bundle. Man, why did these bundles come in the size of this book on the table? You know how, like, typical toilet rolls are nice and full. It was like right. half the toilet roll itself. <laughs> But then also half the sheets on the toilet roll. Yeah, so they they put the old uh, they trick put the like, like you see in the grocery store where it used to be a five pound bag of sugar for four dollars. It's still four dollars, but now it's only three pounds. Right, <laughs> right. It was more like one pound though. <laughs> That's how bad yeah. it was. Yeah, we 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 saw a lot of things. Those essential items really skyrocket during 2020 uh, and 2021. An- another big thing that we saw the price really surge on is meat. Crazy, and a lot of this here stuff goes back to uh, what we said about. Uh, the accountability piece because when people start quitting their jobs and say, I refuse to work, mm-hmm. now you don't have enough workers. Mm. Now the supply chain is screwed up. Mm. Now manufacturing is not happening. Mm. Now enough product products are not getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, then mm-hmm. you already have the uh, shipping part yeah. um, jammed up because you don't have enough drivers. Um, everything just went haywire the in ports, 2021. The ports, the ports are still backed up. They backed up, but they say it's a four-year backlog out here in, in uh, Long Beach, uh, San Pedro port. So, wow. so yeah, we saw a lot of things uh, go haywire out here. And, and then, uh, you know, I'm looking at making a move to the Vegas market. I've been talking about that for a year. Give him, give him a round of applause on but, that. Uh, <laughs> but even out here in uh, California, we've seen the rents. Uh, more than double yeah. in a lot of areas here and the homelessness out here has, has uh, increased as well man it's almost tripping out here it's crazy mm-hmm. how it's out here and so the data that i have is that uh over 30 to forty thousand people are relocating to nevada every month uh with most of that being las vegas mm-hmm. um, las vegas has a lot of room to grow 
Um, California is very expensive. I'm not really a big player out here, but in Vegas, I can move and shake out there. So, I mean, I've naturally assessed. I've talked to uh, the wife, she, Olashina McCurdy. We've both agreed that it's time to bust the move and go on out to Vegas. And Y'all uh, know what that means. <laughs> we we going to make a move out there, and I'm going to see. We about my, to be pieing in the LV, baby. Yes, sir. And uh, I, I got to get in on it, and uh, I'm really uh, with uh, the inflation and real estate and uh, the way the economy is going now. I'm looking to move some of my stock investments over into real estate because nice. I think um, I can uh, definitely do a nice parlay. Come on. <laughs> I gone over the real estate. So I'm going to definitely uh, be trying to make that move uh, going into 2022 as we uh, get into this new year. That's exciting news, man. I'm excited for that. I'm going to have to book some. Uh, I'm going to have to get one of them uh, credit cards for traveling now. Because we're going to run them mileage up. Yeah, well, we definitely need you to come <laughs> out. But I've been telling you for a long time. Yeah, I knew that, it was only a matter of time that it was going to yeah, happen. That, but the flights from L.A. to Vegas, you know I do it on a regular yeah. basis. So uh, if you buy your tickets, uh, you know, three weeks out, mm-hmm. you can fly around trip from here to Vegas for probably uh, $90. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm going to get one of them. Air mileage credit cards because yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be flying a lot more. Definitely, definitely. and they're gonna give me my points now. <laughs> Fly out to you at least once yeah. a month. Yes, sir. Mess you around know. and catch a vacation. And once I'm out there, I'm gonna be back and forth yeah. anyway. But eventually, you know, uh, I'm gonna be set up full fledged in uh, Las Vegas uh, because um, I have to admit, up until I moved to uh, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. I had never ever stayed in a city longer than eight years. I usually would stay somewhere three to five years yeah. Um, because I moved there. That's where the money was. Mm-hmm. Came out here to L.A. in 2003, made the permanent transition in 2005. So I've literally been out here 17 years. So that means this has LA been the longest you've LA been. been. This, this LA been, your home. Yeah, L.A. been pretty good. Yeah. I've lived in L.A. longer than I've lived anyway, even my birth city back wow. in Jacksonville. Um, I, I was only in Atlanta about eight years I was in the Chicago, D.C. area for less than three years. Um, Some other cities and stuff, I was overseas in Europe a couple of years. But L.A., I was here the longest. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think uh, with the economy uh, where it is now and the big paradigm shift we're seeing and uh, Las Vegas being the next frontier, uh, we have the uh, Raiders that have moved there now. You have gambling that's legalized. It's just an attractive city right now, and I can foresee over the next five to six years um, the population out there tripling. Mm-hmm. So your boy DJ Dividends got to get on out there. He got the show. Get his slice show, of the pie show. and parlay, 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 baby. So that's what I'm going to be doing in 2022. <laughs> You know we got to play your theme song on I that hear note. that. I hear Ed and Paul over there making <laughs> dollars. It's been a minute. It's been yes, a minute. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. So what a year. What a year. Yeah, 2021 was uh, quite a shift. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of changes, and uh, we are definitely, uh, the tra- trajectory is definitely into uh, a new realm. Absolutely. Going into 2022. I would say 2021 for myself was a foundational year 2019 2020 i started hammering on that foundation Mm -hmm. 2021 it was testing the foundation yeah and now going into 2022 
We ready. Yeah, you got the whole infrastructure built. Yeah, we ready. You done laid the blueprint. You done tested it. You done proved that it worked. Yeah. So this is your year for you to. I'm excited. <laughs> take I'm off. I'm excited. <laughs> we excited. <laughs> it's time for you to take off, ain't it? Shoot, I'm trying to be your neighbor out there in Vegas. <laughs> hey, you your neighbor. Yeah. You clap. Hold man, on now. Why not? Why not? <laughs> He gonna be annoyed. He be like, oh, I mean, "Damn, I ain't trying to record no episode." I today. ain't gonna be annoyed. <laughs> hey, with with the with the eyes I got in the fire, Andre. Oh man, I got quite a few things uh, 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 working out for me. And yeah. uh, while you had the vid, I uh, spent that whole month out in the ATL. Yes, sir. Um, you know, uh, made a couple of uh, connections out there. Um, got with uh, my. Uh, original click my, mm-hmm. the fellas that we've been together but um there's a lot of opportunity for me so um don't be shocked uh when you see me constantly having to make moves back and forth between la vegas atlanta phoenix. and dallas and phoenix phoenix is <laughs> oh that's already you yeah. know that phoenix thing already that's like did. right next to yeah, yeah, lv yeah Y'all neighbors the, yeah that's that that's already in motion now but yeah. Um, you might see me uh, in those four cities on a okay. regular basis because I have so many opportunities going on, and I've already started planting seeds and building the foundation. So yeah. I'd love to see uh, you as my next-door neighbor in Vegas because I'm going <laughs> to need a ride to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Y'all see that? He put me to work already. And y'all think I run this show, man. man I'm just going to ask for, I'm gonna ask for a favor. And you already said you're going to have that electric vehicle. It ain't going to even cost you no gas. As <laughs> long as I get to charge it in your garage. <laughs> Go right on ahead, man. Go right on ahead. So since we're on the topic of 2021 and what it's meant to us, what would you say are the lessons that you learned from last year? Oh, man. My lessons that I learned in uh, – oh, we got to – we got a delivery here. I had a short pause. All good, all good. Yeah. So uh, the definite uh, some lessons I learned in uh, 2021. Um, I have to uh, start uh, trusting people less and less. Mm. Uh, 2021 was a great year for me, but while it was a great year, I had a couple of folks out there stealing from me too. Yeah. Now it didn't uh, set me back, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that you work hard and you build something, and to have someone just come take it, you know, you just feel violated. Right. So uh, you, I'm going to be less and less trusting. Uh, a lot of people have probably uh, even experienced it uh, over the holidays, to where. Um, that three two three number that is open to the public for people yeah. to just contact me and reach out. Um, I haven't been so available to that, uh, especially if I don't even have your name programmed in my phone mm-hmm. and it's just a random number that pop up. Um, I'm tending to not even pay any attention to those numbers anymore unless I get a text message. Yeah. Um, and uh, the folks that um, are in my contacts, I am taking those calls, but uh, the phone conversations are uh, being held to, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. But um, the days of everybody uh, calling me and just getting everything free and wanting something for nothing, yeah. uh, I'm going to be changing that going forward. So I'm going to be uh, uh, less trusting of people and, uh, and and really start vetting their true motives Yeah. Um, and, and not giving people uh, uh, the benefit of the doubt and treating them like family early on and mm-hmm. giving them access to me like that. Um, another lesson that I learned in uh, uh, 2021 is we just talked about it. I'm going to start shifting uh, more of my uh, 
assets into real estate. Yeah, because I think there's a bigger opportunity uh, that's going to be in real estate <laughs> for the next two to three years as opposed to the stock market because we have to have some type of counter to the uh, inflation that's going on. So the feds are going to have to raise some rates. They're going to have to cut down on the bonds. Um, all the things that they're doing and giving corporations incentives, the public is holding people accountable for that stuff. So I don't think the economy is going to do, I mean, the uh, market is going to do as well as real estate. So um, lesson learned about real estate and what's going on and, and where we see the trajectory going. I want to be more in the real estate uh uh, and I learned that from everything that happened in 2021. Mm -hmm. um, another thing um, I learned in 2021 is that I want to be in uh, the trucking industry somehow, some okay. way. So uh, look out for that to be uh, some news coming up real yeah. shortly here that uh, I'm trying to get into uh, something involved with logistics. Yeah. Move, moving moving freight from A to B. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how that's going to pan out for right now. We have a pretty good a solid business model where mm -hmm. it won't require me to um, acquire a whole lot of assets. So um, definitely uh, got that from the shortages. And we talked about how the uh, port is backed up. That's around the whole country. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a six to eight percent uh, shortage of drivers. We see that even uh, Amazon Prime, uh, when they say they can get it to you quick, they mean eight days. They mm -hmm. they don't mean two days yeah. no more. So I want to be in that space and put an infrastructure out there for that. And then the last thing is um, the opportunity costs. Uh, I, I really learned in 2021 that I'm allowing people to get way more value from me um, than um, – what I'm getting back in return. So um, I'm definitely going to be reconciling how much time um, I give everybody else uh, mm -hmm. for free. And also um, I'm going to be a whole lot more uh, diligent on where I um, plant my money at and invest in other people to help them grow as well. So those are some lessons that I learned uh, looking back at 2021. And I'm going to um, definitely understand the assignment going into 2022. And I'm going to make a whole bunch of corrections from that. Look at you. Staying hip, hey, understanding the assignment. Man, I, yeah, these, these two college kids at home, they over here teach me all a new lingo and everything. No, that's real, man. That's awesome. I think we all can learn a little something from 2021. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I might add for myself, uh, quite a few lessons that I've learned last year from a business standpoint, I've always understood that time is money, yes, sir. Um, but I've learned to value my time a lot more mm -hmm. and to trust in investing in other people who are trustworthy. Right. So with that, I've also learned relationship building outside mm -hmm. of just a business, like getting to genuinely know people. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's one of those things, what you put what you put out is what you get back. Right. So just uh, I learned to be a little more vulnerable in, in, in building these relationships. And I also under, learned the value of good relationships in 2021 mm -hmm. and 2020. I think this has been a continuous growth for me since 2019 right. in that regard. Um, man, what else? It's been a minute since I did that. Uh, hey. <laughs> it would take a little time, pause, man. huh? Take it, take your time so we got over time. there. We got it. Oh man, loyalty. Oh yeah, 
I learned a lesson in loyalty last year. Mm-hmm. Did uh, we both? Sheesh. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're loyal to the wrong people. Man. Where even though you got great intention, that loyalty that you give them might not be the same you receive in return. Is another way of putting that is, uh, another way of stating that is, everybody around you ain't happy for you? Absolutely. <laughs> that is, that's real. Yeah, man, who you tell? That's real, no matter how much you try to help people. No, they they always look at you and somehow, some way, they don't account for the hard work, the sacrifice, the yeah. diligence, the resilience you put in. They just figure that I'm better than you or I started before you. I should be in the position you in, and they're not necessarily happy for you, but they still hanging around because they need to peep game right. and see what you're doing. Right. They just riding your coattails and trying to steal your recipe. So back to the timepiece. <laughs> I've learned to value my time and Man. not only the work that I do, but the people I surround myself with, the things and engagements that I involve myself in, um, and the things that I do in my leisure. Uh, yeah. I think balance was a lesson that I learned last year and the importance of that. Mm-hmm. 2020, you know, first official year full-time, didn't have no clients off the rip, quit the job. December 2019, top of the year, no money coming in. Mm-hmm. February, catching some steam in 2020. Yeah. March, COVID. Mm-hmm. So I had no choice but to hit the ground running all 2020. But 2021, we leveled out. You damn near drowning now, ain't you? You drowning in clients and work. Yeah, we're doing very good, but I've <laughs> yes, understood sir. the value of right. of, of yeah, balance, absolutely. balance, yeah, you know. Definitely. Getting rest, having days to not focus on work, which are far in between, but when they happen, exactly. you know, you appreciate them. Um and I don't think I'm not saying balance is uh something that's always going to be attainable because when you dedicate your energy to one thing, given that you're one person, that other thing is going to start falling off a little bit yeah. unless you put people in place to manage it but we gonna life kind of, yeah we you gonna, know we're gonna kind of talk about that in the next yeah. uh podcast about opportunity costs there you go yeah there you go but yeah that's you know those, those a few lessons i learned in 2021 we, we on the up and up just continue growth man yes sir Definitely yeah. looking forward to 2022. So Me too. Uh, I'm already excited about it. I'm already winning. I just got back from Vegas uh, yeah. last night. Hey, <laughs> come on now. What, what, button, what button you want to hear with that one? Man, where's that money counted? There it that's is. There it is. That's what I was doing in Vegas right there. That's it. And I didn't go within five miles of a casino either. I ain't mad at it. I, I, was, at I was looking at some property lines and going down to the county courthouse. There it is. <laughs> looking at some stuff now. Now, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I'm looking forward to this year, man. Uh, already working with some great clients. Mm-hmm. Locked in some good deals already. Monthly retainers, awesome. Um, diversifying my investments. I've spent uh, about a month just diving into the crypto space, NFT. Yeah. So, um, like I mentioned to you guys, I. I I plan to use my experience in learning about NFTs and crypto to help educate you guys as best as possible. So we'll definitely have some more episodes on the crypto environment and my journey navigating it. But I am currently involved in three NFT projects that I'm pretty excited about. Um, just got one today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it's it's a lot of excitement in 2022. It's hard to sit still. Oh, yeah. A lot of things to do, a lot of work to get after, a lot of 
Sometimes I just got find I find myself just having to write stuff down because I get so excited. Man, if they could only figure out how to put another hour in a day, hey, or I another could, me on this planet <laughs> that I could just navigate. <laughs> I could definitely use another hour in the day, another day in the week. There it is. There it is. Well, shoot! Before we wrap up this episode, um, I know we're gonna do things a little different, y'all. We did mention that since DJ Dividends. Himself is transitioning from licensed financial advisor. Mm-hmm. He is now going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the original financial educator because I've been doing financial education since 1994 anyway. There it is. Um, but uh, the uh, licensed investment advisor on a public platform, mm-hmm. um, we're going to phase out of that. Absolutely. And, and so. We will still continue to work with you and give you uh, individual uh, one-on-one uh, consultations, uh, recommendations. Um, but like Andre mentioned at the top of the uh, podcast, um, you're probably going to have to get that through the podcast. I Look, mean, Through the Patreon thing. I'm going to just say it like this. February, the- save the date. <laughs> yeah. February, so- save the date. We have a huge announcement to make. Yeah. And... Within that announcement, you'll understand how you can get in contact with this man, how you can receive investment advice on a weekly basis. Yes, sir. Um, you'll receive some investment education, whether it's investing in stocks, cryptocurrency, real estate, doing taxes. With specific the whole nine, man. Yes, And yes. you can get it one-on-one for as many times you want to book it. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, yes, stay sir. on the lookout for that. February, huge, huge announcement. Um, that's all I can say on that until February. You'll just hear us continuing continuously saying huge, huge announcement in all February. Right. Sound like uh, a plan. And then I still gonna do the book recommendations every podcast. Yeah, we're gonna drop some, you know, gotta so, drop that value. Yeah. Speaking of, what uh book recommendation you got for us today? Uh this week, uh my book recommendation is gonna be a book titled The Wisdom of Crowds, and uh that's uh written by author James uh uh, I think it's Soro uh, Wiki, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, Wisdom of Crowds. Uh, it's a, a book that explores the uh, ideology of a uh, collective intelligence, and it really looks deep into how large crowds of people, meaning the middle class, that we're a whole lot more uh, intelligent than the elite, elite few. And it, it it looks at lessons learned and things of the past that demonstrate how the collective group and how we migrate towards things that end up shaping the future mm-hmm. is uh, more in tune with uh, doing the right thing and the right path to go than really listening to what the few elite, that top 1%. So it's a great book that uh, takes a look at that and uh, it talks about how if you study and follow the wisdom of crowds, um, how um, that will ultimately uh, – help you uh, live a better life day-to-day and add value to what you're already trying to do. So um, The Wisdom of Crowds, that's a great book, great read. Yeah, y'all better get out there and get that one. That sounds really good for an everyday person, entrepreneur. Yes, sir. For those that just like to develop themselves. Get that, get that. I also have a book, Shy. It's uh, Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. And Tim Ferriss... As you guys may know, if you're familiar with his work, he wrote the four hour work week. But in this book, Tribe of Mentors, he asks billionaires, entrepreneurs, actors, music moguls, um, everyday successful workers, a series of questions. Mm -hmm. People of influence who've overcome things and who've established their mark in the world. 
Gotcha. Um, he asked him different questions. One of the questions is, what book would you recommend to anybody? Uh, and when you're feeling frustrated, how do you go about getting out of that funk? Like, what gets you motivated? And each person mm-hmm. you'll notice in reading or listening to the book offers different advice. But most of the time, you'll see that there's a commonality between all of these successful people and the habits that they've adopted. Some parallels. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you don't right. have, this is a book that I recommend to anybody. But if you don't have a mentor in your life at the moment and you're trying to figure out what successful people do, and if you deem success as financial stability, a generational wealth, and enjoyment of what you do uh, for a career, definitely listen to this book because there's someone in this book that will speak to you. What they have to offer will be valuable to you. Gotcha. So um, definitely recommend it. I'd listen to the audio book. It's pretty cool because um, there are women in the book. There are men in the book who've answered these questions, various backgrounds, but they change the voice from male to male to female. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Gotcha. But yeah. Highly recommend that book. That sounds like a good book. I'm going to have to check that out myself. Yes, sir. Well, before we wrap it up. We done got to the end of this here first podcast. That's it, man. Twenty twenty two. We bite, y'all. We bite, <laughs> man. That that went by quick. That feel like it was only thirty minutes. Man, about an hour fifteen. About Ooh. to be hour twenty. Man, when you working hard like that and getting that kind of content out and uh, it fly by like that, must be an enjoying the job. Huh? That's it. That's it. Sounds like a winner to me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for. Waiting patiently for us to drop another episode We apologize for just leaving y'all astray But we hope you had a happy holidays A glorious end to your 2021 And a yes, fabulous sir. fantastic Beginning of your 2022 Yes sir, work with us in the 20 deuce deuce baby And we don't forget A lot of good things going on Don't forget February, mark your calendars February, February If I was you, I'd start getting your money together Yes sir Get at least a hundred to a thousand together because we got yes, some sir. exciting announcements that we gonna you know fun let y'all excitement know. yes sir but uh that's all we got to go i mean got to say today um i got to go shy got to go we about to go and see y'all on the next podcast <laughs> we'll holler at y'all next time peace my people hey 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 before we really leave though <laughs> don't forget to subscribe like follow all that all right we out for real this time (laughs) y'all holla at your boy over on tiktok we'll see y'all next time peace peace